This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You looking to sell your home? At realestateagentsitrust.com, our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com Back, 888-727-BECK. It is Pat and Stu. Welcome. Uh, great to have you here. Uh, you know, you. we have the big debate tonight, uh, and I'm sort of excited about it. Actually, I'm a little sick of the debates, I frankly. I mean, I think we've seen where they stand on every single issue, right? I mean, how many more debates can you possibly... Is this 10? This is number 10, I think. Jeez, is it 10? Yeah. I'm I think it is number it is. 10, and I... I think we get it. Uh, I think we understand where the candidates are on every issue. And we've seen it over and over and over again. But I guess, you know, now there's five. And so I'm, from that standpoint, I'm a little, I'll be interested to see what happens with five of them. It should be four because uh, Carson should not be in this race. Ben Carson, go home. Neither man. should Kasich. Dude, I mean, home. come on. Neither should Kasich. I mean, but- Carson has a worse argument than Kasich. At least yeah. Kasich finished second in a state. And Kasich is polling well in Ohio. It's his home state. He's number two in it right now in the polls. But, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But um, a new poll is revealing. And, of course, they choose the crappiest poll possible uh, for Texas. Uh, but they, uh, the new poll reveals the landscape in Texas, and it spells some bad news for Ted Cruz. Yeah. Does it? I think the polling looks pretty good for Ted Cruz. I think Texas. the polling looks great, mostly, other than this one poll where uh, Cruz leads Trump 29-28, and then Rubio comes in third at 25%. Yeah, that's Emerson. And Emerson has, has had one thing I've noticed about its polling this cycle has been very favorable to Rubio. Um, they were uh, very favorable to Rubio in Iowa, and so therefore they were the closest one because Rubio mm-hmm. outperformed polling in, in uh, Iowa. But then in New Hampshire, they were favorable to Rubio, and he underperformed the polling pretty badly and finished fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of interesting in that like they have Cruz at 29, Trump at 28, and Rubio at 25. 
However, here are the other polls, just so you know. I mean, it, the, the, again, that you know, saying that it, it, the landscape does not look good for Ted Cruz. I mean, really, if this is bad for Ted Cruz, then I want all of the states to be bad. Um, University of Texas poll, Cruz 37, Trump 29, Rubio 15. Uh, KTVT, CBS here locally, um, Cruz 33, Trump 25, Rubio 15. Uh, University of Houston poll, Cruz 35, Trump 20, Rubio 18. By the way, the 20 number is a huge number because the way the delegates are divided in Texas is if you don't get 20%, you get nothing. So you finish at 19, you get zero. If you finish at 20, you get a proportionate amount of the delegates. So that's huge. Uh, so that's 35 for Cruz, Trump 20, and Rubio 8. And then a new poll just came out in just the last few minutes, uh, which is a Monmouth poll. Uh, and what the hell is Monmouth? Monmouth. What's, what's what the Monmouth? Hell is Monmouth? Uh, Ted Cruz 38, Donald Trump 23, Marco Rubio 21. Ooh, so nice another 15-point lead. Like so again, the, like the, 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 four, the five polls that are out on Texas, Cruz plus 15, Cruz plus 15, Cruz plus 8, Cruz plus 8, Cruz plus 1. So I mean, he has a overwhelming lead in the state. This yeah. is this is by, I mean, I, you know, it's his home state. He should win it. Um, and right now, it looks like he is going to win it. Um, all the latest polling shows that. Um, and even the poll that supposedly looks bad for him still has him winning. Right. Um, so I mean, I, I'm not too worried about Texas, but he needs. I, I mean, you know, look. He needs to win other states yeah, too. He can't. He does. If he just wins Texas, he's probably in a situation. Unless you can make the argument, if he wins Texas. Um, in a way, let's say... It gives him all the delegates. Yeah, like this poll from University of Houston. Let's say instead of it, 35-28 is the way that it's currently broken up. If mm-hmm. he wins instead, 37-19-8, uh, and he sweeps the delegates for Texas... Great. That'd be great. Then he's in a stronger position, because, I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many delegates here. Um, and 155 for Republicans. That, that combined with Marco Rubio doing poorly on Super Tuesday might make the whole field clear out for a Trump be great. Uh, cruise. It'd be great, because as we told you on the radio show, in a head-to-head, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, Cruz crushes Trump. 36-20 was the latest, right? He was up by 16. He, uh, yeah, he no, it was bigger. By, uh, yeah, the numbers were different than that. I have 46-30. Give me one second. I have it right 56-40, I think it was. Okay, I think I finally got there. 56-40. 56-40, yeah. And again, that's how he had, he had an, an eight-point lead last time they pulled it, and yeah. now he has a 16-point lead. I don't know. In the just released Pat poll, he's up 98 to nine. That's Pat Gray University poll. Yeah, it's a Pat Gray just University. Released. They're using Common Core in that particular poll, uh, so I guess that's how the, you know they showed their work. So I think it's correct. Okay, as long as they, they showed, showed their work. work. As yeah, long as you show your work, it's okay. He's up 98 to nine in second place. Is not Trump. It's uh, Rubio. I mean, they wow. pulled one yeah. person. But uh, the sample size ish. is a little small. But it's a little small. Yeah, it's a little small. But uh, I mean, they make no apologies for their polling results. None. They don't make any repo. Ninety-eight to nine. That's a huge lead for Ted Cruz. <laughs> it is. Huge. Is Packer University similar to Trump University in that it's a complete fraud? Uh, in that there isn't one like that. It's well, there isn't similar a Trump in University that anymore. There's either. no Trump University either. So, yes. so well, see, here's the differences mm-hmm. between Pat Gray University and Trump mm-hmm. University. Right. Number one, uh, there are similarities. Uh, for for example, uh, they're both not real universities. Right. Um, secondly, uh, they also don't exist. Unlike but, unlike <laughs> though, unlike the uh, Trump University, I'm not being sued. You're not being sued. You don't make any money off. Right. Don't make, uh, I don't make any money off of it. No. Um, you don't scam people out of. 
$35,000. Right. Um, that's another thing you don't do. That's right. But your polling is not... Which I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, I didn't see... I'm pretty what, proud what of that. What would a Trump University poll be? Uh, I think it'd be like 1,009 to 1 or none uh, for Trump, in favor of Trump. Mm-hmm. See, his numbers would really be skewed. Mm-hmm. Um, Yours are... You're, you're right mine are not so much. I mean, you're right down the middle. Pretty reasonable. Pretty reasonable. I mean, we... He didn't really have a bias at that great university. Just the facts, man. Just the facts. <laughs> so, triple eight seven two seven back. Um, but again, it's got to be more than Texas. It's got to be oh, Texas, Alabama, maybe Texas, Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama. Yeah, here you want the list. Mississippi. Of, uh, that'd be nice. The Super Tuesday states again. I'd take Alaska. You know, um, uh, oh, boy. Minnesota would be great. Tough. Minnesota's There's gonna no be. reason he can't. I mean, look. Why can't he win Minnesota? Why exactly. not? Here Except it it's a liberal state. Uh, Texas. Uh, Nevada. Yeah. No, no, no. Nevada's We've already, already done Nevada. I looked at the wrong line. Texas, Georgia, Tennessee. Alabama. Oh, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Georgia would be a great one for him to win. Yeah, his polling does not look very good in Georgia. It's it weird. It doesn't? Because cr- cause really? Trump seems to do well in some of these southern states, which is surprising. South Carolina was, I would say, a surprise. I mean, even though mm. uh, by the end of it, it seemed like the polls hit it pretty much on the head. You know, you would have thought that that was a good cruise state, and he did not yeah. win it, which is one of the reasons I think people are saying that his chances are not all that great anymore, um, because he disappointed. I mean, the Nevada thing made really no difference. Mm-hmm. It's really more the South, South Carolina, Carolina, I think, was the problem. No one, Everyone gave, you know, that hurt. New Hampshire, you don't expect him to win there. Uh-huh. Nevada, you don't expect yeah. him to win there. You do expect him to win uh, South Carolina, or at least come in second in South Carolina. And he actually came in third, although, right? Wasn't he third? Yeah, in yes, yeah. barely. It was close. By two tenths. And the same thing with uh, same thing with Nevada. Very close. It was only 2,000 votes, um, but he came in third. Um, so I think that's one of the issues. But here, so Texas, could could he win? Let's let's play the Cruz. Could he win this state game? Mm-hmm. Texas, yes. Georgia, in theory, yes. Tennessee, in theory, yes. You have uh, Alabama, in theory, yes. Oklahoma, in theory, yes. He's pulling pretty close in Oklahoma, by the way. He's, he's you know, single digits. I don't remember what the actual t- uh, uh, tolls were. Arkansas. Uh, actually, he leads in Arkansas currently. Good. Um, Good. Uh, at least All the last these neighboring of states of Texas, he should be winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say you could add on to that maybe Wyoming and Alaska as possibilities. Probably not going to win Vermont. Probably not going to win Colorado. Probably not going to win Minnesota. Probably not going to win Massachusetts or Virginia, right? I think that's fair to say. The, the states, you know, the ones I talked about, there's eight states where we came up with Cruz could theoretically win, six of which have majority evangelical populations. Okay, but Georgia, um, did you say the poll? Where is he in polling in Georgia? Do you know? Do you actually have numbers on that? Or not? I thought I remember seeing Trump with really good polls in Georgia, but I guess give me a minute, I will find it. Dang it. Pat Poll has uh, Ted up by uh, 80 points in Georgia. He's he's up by 80. 80 points? Yeah, he's up 90 to 10 in See, Georgia. See, these Pat Polls. Yeah. Is that so, Pat University? Yes. Yeah, and they just shortened it to the the Pat Poll. Um, and it was up. he was up 90 to 10. Okay, two Georgia. polls recently uh, about Georgia. And then, now, again, take this with a grain of salt, because, again, the Pat Poll has him up, has Ted Cruz up 90 to 10. So... What are these polls? Uh, so, again, we'll factor in the Pat poll that has Pat up. Okay. Again, Donald mm-hmm. Trump's not in second in that poll, if I'm correct. No, that's uh, Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio's in second. Um, WSB has a poll. Uh, Donald Trump, 32. Marco Rubio, 23. Oh, Ted Cruz, 19. Uh, Fox 5 has a poll. Uh, Donald Trump, 34. Marco Rubio, 22. No! Uh, Ted Cruz, 20. Unreal. So, Why? You know, Why? 
Why? Well, they didn't look at the pat poll, that's why. Right. That's if, they, why. if they looked at the pat poll, they would have had it right. Seriously, um, another you, one, too, 41. Georgia? That surprises me. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I... I it's 41 to 18. 41 to 18. To, yeah. Trump? Oh. That was in one, Georgia. That was the one in my head, although it does seem like it's tight. Oh. I mean, uh, that was a little bit older, wasn't it? Uh, What's your date on that? No, this was, well, uh, it was, it's a new, new story. I don't know when the poll was, though. From, uh, uh, don't, doesn't say. Okay. Yeah, because there was a poll early that had uh, Trump up in the 40s. Um, but I just don't, you know, I haven't seen enough to, to, but I mean, there's two recent polls that show the race pretty much in the same state, which is eight to nine, 10 point, maybe even a little bit over low double digits for Trump with, with, you know, again, same thing as South Carolina, same thing in Nevada, where you see Trump or excuse me, Cruz and Rubio kind of fighting it out for second and third. But look, if, if Ted wins Texas and he's going to, if he wins, let's say Arkansas Mm -hmm. and Oklahoma, Oklahoma, there's some polling too. He's and Alabama. Okay, that's those, four states. Those are strong, on super, four strong states. Yeah, four strong states. Uh, maybe he breaks through and wins Wyoming in a northern state. That'd be great. You got five then. If he wins four or five states, I think he's going to be fine. Then you got yourself a battle. And if in all of this Super Tuesday action, uh, Rubio finishes nowhere other than second or third, uh, I think he's got to get out. Doesn't he? Doesn't he have to get out at that point? He'll, well, he won't though. He'll no, wait till, till Florida. Yeah, he's gonna wait. Till he will wait till Florida. So two polls from Oklahoma. If you want these, um, oh, one has <laughs> from where? From Oklahoma. What's the okay. Pat poll say in Oklahoma? <laughs> Pat poll says uh, Cruz is up ninety-eight to two over uh, uh, Rubio. What did Kasich get there? Uh, Kasich uh, polled at point zero zero zero. Zero zero. So a huge zero. sample size. Yeah. After breaking really it down. Big. Okay. Really big. Um, uh, Oklahoma uh, Sooner poll had a, a Trump thirty, Cruz twenty five, Rubio twenty one. Okay, run that by me again. Trump thirty, yeah. Cruz twenty five, Rubio twenty one. Okay, so he's within striking distance. And then uh, another For one. Sure. The Oklahoman has it as Trump twenty nine, Rubio twenty one, Cruz twenty. Jeez. Oh. So. Oh, good God. Again, kind of the same story. I mean, it's, a, it's close. Striking distance is, is all you can do. I mean, to me, the path for one of these guys to win is we're going to see, hopefully, by the, uh, let's see, what is it, March 5th. March 5th, there are, again, because March 5th, you have four more of these things going on. Louisiana, Kentucky, Kansas, Maine. Okay. So hopefully by March 5th, you have someone with enough momentum in second place to go out there and be make it a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You know, the issue with Donald mm-hmm. Trump, which makes him difficult to defeat in this particular situation, is that the delegates, are, there's a lot of winner-take-all in blue states in the second half of this process. So first half is a lot of states you'd say are maybe cruise-friendly, right? And the second half are a lot of states that are more establishment-friendly. Um, and some people would say, okay, let's say it gets down to Rubio and Trump in this particular situation for a second. Well, Rubio should do well in these blue states that are later on. The problem is a lot of them are northeastern states where Trump does well. Mm-hmm. Trump is currently leading the polls in places like you know, Massachusetts because Trump is a northeast guy. He's a guy that mm-hmm. you know, you know, liberals in the northeast are familiar with. They know the guy. I mean, yeah, they think he's a little nuts, but uh, you know, he... That's what they do. And then those delegates get piled on top of uh, his states in the south. I mean, this is the, this is the day. Because it's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. When Glenn was saying um, 
uh, Rubio can't beat Trump. That's sort of the reason. Because Rubio would perform well in states that Trump performs well. Um, where Cruz is at least does well in other states. But Cruz needs to pr- prove it here. I mean, yeah. look, I, I'm a Cruz mm-hmm. guy, and I want Cruz to win. Mm-hmm. Did you vote for Cruz yesterday, by the way? I didn't get out yesterday. You get out yesterday. Well, I'm trying to do early voting. I might go either today or tomorrow because early voting ends on Fridays. Yeah. So I mean, I want to go out and I want to cast my vote for Cruz. That is who I will be voting for. That being said, he needs to prove it here. Yeah, he does. You know, you you can't keep losing. You can't come in second or third place in places states like South Carolina. You need to turn it around. Now, I think he'll probably win Texas. It's got it. But he absolutely has to win Texas. Has to. um, And has to bring in a couple of other series. If he loses Texas, it's over. I think he needs to get out of the race. Absolutely. If he can't win Texas. Absolutely. You know, uh, as much as that pains me to say it, I, I think, and he, he probably feels that way, but I, I, I entirely expect him to win. Do you expect him, what if he only wins Texas and wins Ooh. no other states? And that's, that's tough. That's, the issue there, tough. What, what's hard there, because I mean, I think if you don't win Texas, you don't win your home state, mm-hmm. you're essentially saying, I'm a failure, right? Yep. You're not able to win your home state. Yep. Now, if you I, only now, win your home state, then everybody says, well, it's only all you can win is this home state. Right. Big but the, deal. I think if you win your home state, at least you have the argument of, like, who McGovern stays in. One is, is home it, state. Right. Is it Rubio <laughs> or is it Cruz to challenge Trump? Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so maybe you kind of figure out who's going to stay in. Rubio very well. And I would say is the considerable underdog in Florida right now. I mean, I do not think Marco Rubio is going to win Florida, at least as it stands at the moment. That's, now, Florida is not until the surprise. 15th. Um, let's see if I can find the Florida poll here real quick. That's a surprise, boy. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot. You know, for Florida is not a bad state for Trump, though, when it comes to GOP people, because a lot of people who hate <laughs> retirement York, area in, in the Republican Party move to move down there. Yeah, yeah they do. Uh, let's see if I can find Florida real quick here. Like, and, and look how well he's doing with old people. It's the old people who are oh, like yeah. my mom. You know, I talked about this a few weeks ago. It is the elderly who are propelling this guy? Because they like that. They like the winning thing. They, America. They, they like the winning thing. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what else is appealing. Maybe That's because it. he speaks it, he says it like it is. And when you get old enough, like my mom, she certainly says it like it is. And so maybe she's appreciating that aspect. I don't know. It's a weird phenomenon to me. Uh, but um, you know, they are there are a lot of elderly people who retire to Florida. To be so clear, your mother hasn't voted for Donald Trump. She has yet, not. So she's not. Uh, nor I mean, will she get a chance to probably because the Montana primary is in June, June seventh. <laughs> it's <man>. like <laughs> why even do a primary why in bother? June? Right. I mean, is there ever a time it's not over by June? Right. Like, to me, like, if you want to make the argument, we're going to have a few of these early states shift down the field. That's one thing. Yeah. It's like, then you should have, like, a Super Tuesday on March 1st, another Super Tuesday on March 15th. And that's probably it. Maybe there's another one on March 30th. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the or furthest you go is, like, April 1st. Yeah, or like, or get whatever. it over with, you know? Yeah, you're um, done. Here is uh, the la- last three polls in uh, Florida. Two of the three have Cruz in second. Rubio is in second in one of them. Um, wow. But the average poll, 38.7 for Trump. Nineteen point three for Rubio, seventeen point seven for Cruz. Now that's before Bush. And where's that? Um, uh, that Florida. is Florida. Now Bush was polling uh, around ten percent, and he's gone now. So that has gone, you know, mm. largely to Rubio. Um, so Rubio, in the latest poll, Rubio is actually in second, um, forty-four to twenty-eight, with Cruz only getting twelve in that last poll. Um, now I don't know. I mean, Cruz does not expect to win. Uh, Florida, but Rubio's got to win Florida, right? You got to mm-hmm. win your own freaking state. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think you could make it. I mean, in actuality, the home state of Donald Trump is Florida. 
That's where he lives. He lives in West Palm Beach. I mean, that is actually right. technically his home well, state. He's got the Trump Tower people that think I think of him. stays in when he's there. But, yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, like people think of him his as a New Yorker. He's really a, is he, in Florida. He is from Florida. And I'm sure Marco Rubio will be making that argument if he loses. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> well, Donald Trump's home state is Florida, yeah. too. I mean, and, and yeah, you weren't saying that before. <laughs> no. you got to win. you got to win Florida. Now, if you had Jeb Bush in there, you needed to beat Jeb Bush. Uh-huh. So you got to beat Donald Trump. you got to win your home states. You, if you can't win your home states, then drop out. That would be an interesting. Maybe that's a test we put up. How about this? Whoever wins their home state out of the two stays in. If only, if only one. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I like you got to win your home state. Yeah, Marco. and I, again, if I, neither of you win your home state, you're all know, gone, and Trump's on. just the nominee. No, I don't think that should happen either. <laughs> it no, I, I'm going to disagree with that part. Because if they both lose, then you still need to figure it out. There's got to be somebody going up against this guy. Because the other thing uh, you I can do, know. the other thing you can do um, is, n- let's just say, nobody wins, right? Nobody beats. Donald Trump. But Donald Trump can be held back from the total delegates. He has to get to, I don't know what the number is, I can never remember, 1,600, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a lot. It's something like 1,600 delegates. But if he gets false, 1,230, 1,230, I'm being told. So if, if you get, can't get to 1,230 delegates, let's say you get 1,205, then it, gets, it goes to a totally different process. It's not like, oh, well, he's, a, he's, a, he's winning. You have to get to a certain level to lock in the mm-hmm. nomination. So then it goes to the convention. You've got all sorts of crazy things that happen after that. Yeah. We um, haven't so, had a brokered convention since I don't know when. I don't know, but I, I'll be, know I will say that if, if, you know, there's an ar- the other argument to be made is neither Cruz nor Rubio can beat Donald Trump. But what you should do is keep everybody in there and keep Trump's delegates as low as possible. Um, I I don't think that's the right way to go, but that's my fallback plan. Um, Once we get past the idea, if if no one else can beat him, I'm going to be rooting for Trump to to not get 1,230. And then once he hits 1,230, I'll turn off the TV for the rest of the year. (laughs) For sure. Mm -hmm. 888-727-BECK. It's it's patents, too. Other than Donald Trump, what's the biggest uh, threat to our independence, too? Uh, probably Jeffy. I mean, typically you're, you're thinking about <laughs> okay, other guy. than Trump and Jeffy. What's the biggest threat to our independence? Uh, I mean, probably something that Jeffy does to us. You know, something okay, Jeffy other caused than disaster. Trump, a Jeffy, Jeffy caused disaster. And, and Jeffy caused Jeffy, disaster. Is there like a natural disaster that might be a threat? I think that's like sixth or seventh um, after okay. a bunch of Jeffy options. <laughs> All right. Um, natural disaster, maybe um, a terrorist attack is yeah, another thing right? you might want right. to be uh, prepared for. And what if you're not prepared for any of that? Well, then you're screwed. Yes. Um, you know, if you don't have uh, yes. fresh water, fresh food. So you can't feed your family. You can't give them anything to drink. You all thirst to death. That would not be good. That's, right? not, a, that's not a positive. That's not a positive. You know, one that of the things I like when I think about um, a, uh, a situation mm-hmm. uh, that has turned negative like that is I like to be self-reliant. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I like to not have to be like, hey, Jeffy, do you have any food left? Because I know he's not going to have any food left. No. Not that I'm sharing. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> right. That. Right. And see, My Patriot I mean, Supply, I the, 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 our friends at My Patriot Supply, yeah. they know that. They know you're not going to share. Right. That's why they're you know, telling all of us to get prepared because Jeffy's not going to give any of his food away. <laughs> no. He won't even do it in a normal situation no. like now. He won't. So you can get a two-week emergency food supply to cover you for whatever eventuality comes up for only fifty bucks right now. Yeah, it's seventy servings of food, Pat. For uh, you know, and for I mean, you're talking obviously less than a dollar uh, per serving, and you know wow. it's, it lasts for up to twenty-five years. It includes delicious soups, uh, entrees, uh, even really good desserts. Uh, yeah, which is you know kind of a cool addition there. Yeah, and and you can get free shipping on this. Ask them how when you call them. Um, but what I love about this is we used to, you know, store our, our year supply consisted of rice, beans, wheat, 
barley. barley. They go <laughs> fifty like, pound bags of barley. And I, and I always I say to my wife, "We're not going to eat any of this." How if you're hungry, you'll eat whatever. Yeah, no. You don't have to worry about that when it comes in this little pouch and you add water. And you know what? It turns out delicious. Right. Like when that, what was that movie, Alive, where they crashed, the soccer team crashed on the top of the yeah. mountain in the yeah. cold? I mean, yes, they ate whatever. Right. It would have been nice if they had some chocolate pudding, though. <laughs> right. They had yeah. to eat each other. That's a banana chips. Right. Okay. Yes, eventually right. you'll get to the point where you're going to eat human skin. Okay, but yes, I so would am I gonna, say. Am I going to eat Jeffy's leg eventually? Yes. yes we're going to do that. Probably. No, probably. I don't want to. Oh, that's true. That's true. But call him at 888 893 You don't want to have to eat it, Jeffy. You don't no. want to. No. You're going to want to be able to say, hey, I got mine. Uh-huh. Get yours. Right. So you could also prepare online, too, at preparewiththeblaze.com. Preparewiththeblaze.com. Go there right now. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on water. And dryer coverage. Just call 1 800 686 3910. That's 1 800 686 3910. Again, 1 800 686 3910. Call now. It's Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. I'm not saying uh, Donald Trump is predictable. I'm just saying that he's really mega Doppler predictable. I mean, like, he is so unbelievably predictable uh, that you can pretty much set your watch by what he does. And as soon as Mitt Romney said something... Uh, the least bit negative about him, like, hey, I, I bet there's some stuff in his taxes, and that's why he won't release them. I knew what was coming. So I put on my Facebook last night, uh-oh, Mitt Romney calls out Trump on his taxes. Since Trump hasn't released the information yet, uh, Romney's alleging there must be something really wrong there. So have the Romney's a loser tweets begun yet? Uh, this guy was in my office in 2012 begging like a dog for money. Let's just, I mean, they hadn't started at the time I wrote that, but they've obviously, since started. They've obviously arrived. Nice. Um, and some of them are uh, Mitt Romney, who was one of the dumbest and worst candidates in the history of Republican politics, is now pushing me on tax returns. Dope. Uh, he also, when Mitt Romney asked me for my endorsement last time around, he was so mm-hmm. awkward and goofy. That we all should have known he could not win. Uh-huh. Sorry, okay. Exclamation point. Uh, Mitt Romney, who totally blew an election that should have been won and whose tax returns made him look like a fool, is now playing tough guy. <laughs> but, by the way, I, I, uh, I know we certainly were off the air. Uh, but I believe I was as well on the air. We were critical of Mitt Romney for seeking the endorsement of Donald Trump. Again, his, yeah, we were. the Trump 
uh, lie about, oh, well, he just turned on us because uh, we didn't want an interview. We were actually saying, like, why are you going to get Donald Trump's endorsement? Right. That's just stupid. The right. guy's out there being Mr. Birther guy and all this nonsense. Yep. Why are you playing in that uh, in those waters? You'll just be tainted by him. Yeah, and, uh, and it certainly didn't work out. No, it did <laughs> not. Know, I mean, I don't, I don't know if no. Donald Trump's to blame for that by any means, but it did not work out. I'm with Romney on this, and I, I don't think Trump will release his tax returns. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. Everybody does. Everybody and does. And usually, at this point, you'd be hammered for not doing it. Yep. But they're not. They're going to wait. Because they're waiting until Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are running against each other in the general election, and that's when they'll come out with the tax return thing. Yeah. Um, the You're breaking uh, 40 or 60 or 80 years of precedent here. Why won't you? What's in there? What, it, what do you not want us He's to see? He's already tweeted pictures of himself or Facebook. I saw pictures of him, old stories of him around, you know, a foot high papers saying that those were his taxes and it's complicated and no it's oh, not, not complicated really they've already been done yeah it no, is. No, it's too complicated it's yeah. not complicated you complicated. just give them to us now because we're not asking for this year right. we're asking for past years it, it is complicated and i'm sure he does have very complicated tax returns but those not tax returns once have already done finished. right once you finish it it does not be it's no longer <laughs> right. complicated uh, it's just done and it's easy and you can hand it's it over stupid. he obviously has stuff to hide in it it, ve- it very well might just be that he's not worth nearly as much money as he says he is. Yeah, that's and that's probably Romney, what it is. Romney did, uh, you know, uh, speculate that might be one of the one of the reasons. Right. And and uh, if he's not worth what he says he is, and my guess is he really is not, then that would embarrass him, and he can't have that. He can't have that. It also may be he doesn't give to charity. It may be you know there might be a lot of things. Um, oh, he definitely doesn't. <laughs> That's yeah. already been pretty much exposed. I mean, right. the only charity that he gives to is his own charity, uh, very small amounts. And he last had, I checked, he hadn't given to that since 2006 yeah, been or 2009 or yeah. something. So what he does is he takes favors. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he did something with the WWE, for example. Right. And the WWE, the wrestling Gave people, him $5 million. Uh, gave him $5 million to his foundation, which eventually <laughs> spent it on something, although I, I don't know exactly what. Right. Um, but, that, you know, and he'll count that as his donation. I mean, you um, talk about the Clinton Foundation and the questions surrounding that there's a lot of questions about trump's foundation well yeah and one of the big things is i mean here's a guy who's a businessman who had hundreds of friends die in 9-11 they can't find hundreds yeah hundreds yeah he said that i mean no one can find any of the friends either but just about everybody who died was a close personal friend of his right exactly almost all of them um but he said hundreds of friends died no one can find any any evidence of any of these people none however the only the only foundation the only um uh donation made by the Trump Foundation to any 9-11 charity was several years afterwards to a uh, a Scientology-linked uh, alternative cure situation where he supposedly would, I guess, I can't remember the name of it, but it was, it was a Tom Cruise-backed Scientology uh, thing. So um, weird. Yeah, very strange. I mean, I, again, like, I, I'm not... Look, he can give money to whoever, whatever he wants, or uh, nobody, or nobody. Want, um, you know, well, Tom Cruise showed up his, at his office begging for money like, like a, a dog. dog, like a dog. He gave it to him. <laughs> probably that's probably what happened. I figured, Tom, get me on the movie set, man. Speaking of you know weird occurrences, I, I still I really can't get over this evangelical thing. I don't. I really it, it's uh, it's driving me out of my mind. I can't. I can't. I can't come up with a single reason they'd be doing this. I really can't. Uh, well, yes, I can. One, and that's that Trump is giving them money. Well, I mean, but you're maybe talking he's about paying the leadership, them off. right? 
Like you're I'm, talking about yeah. the pastors. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the pastors. I'm the, even mo- I'm more the, perplexed with the people. The people is more perplexing because yeah. I can't come up with one reason for yeah. them. Now, for guys like Falwell and Robertson, you know, must be donations. It's got to be because there's no other reason. This guy is the antithesis of everything they supposedly stand for. But here's Pat Robertson from, I think, yesterday with Trump, and, and uh, he said some interesting things, too. It looks like we're in a great uh, trend, and we have tremendous support, and we have amazing people in this country. And one of the most amazing people in the whole country is our great friend, Pat. Will you come out here, Pat? I don't think he even knows his last name. One of the great people. Yes, sir. Man, it's good to have you here with us. Is it? It's great to be here. You inspire us all. It's great to be here. Uh, To do what, Pat? Is that it, though? I mean, that's the only clip I've seen of that where he's supposedly praising Trump. Inspire us all. Inspire us all. That's all I've seen. Now, look, I would certainly not say that about Trump and certainly as a religious figure would not say that he inspires us. But I mean, I mean, it does say that this happened at the uh, executive leadership presidential candidate forms series. So he's probably had all these people on Mm. and, you know, he's probably not bashing them. You know, I mean, I I don't know. The Falwell thing, I mean, the Falwells endorsed the guy. You know, I mean, yeah, there's a, there, there is a line, I would say, at least my that's current crazy. understanding between these two. Pat Robertson did not cross the line like Falwell did. So, I, yeah, I don't know. And Again, I like Jerry Falwell. And we like I don't Falwell, know too. I mean, it's like, I just don't, I don't understand that one. I don't I understand. Don't, I don't know. The leadership thing, though, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's something we don't know about it. I don't know. The people, though, I don't, really don't understand. Uh, I, this, you know, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. The, yeah. Uh, another fascinating uh, little thing yesterday. Uh, Clinton confused the founding documents um, here on Steve Harvey's show. Peek at that. So we've got to say to the gun lobby, you know what? There is a constitutional right for people to own guns, Thank but you. there's also a constitutional right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness absolutely. that enables us to no, have a absolutely. safe country where we are um, able to protect our children ooh, no. and others from this senseless gun violence. Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't Steve Harvey the guy, too, who announced Jeez, the wrong candidate? Uh, yeah, yeah he owned the wrong winner. He's it's kind of funny. Though. Oh no! Yeah, he's owned up to that big time. He's doing another commercial for like T-Mobile or something yeah. that addresses it. It's but, really bad, but though. it's funny that that would happen on his show. Like she's like, hey, and the winner is the Constitution. Oh no! no, wait, I no, no it's the Declaration wait. of Independence. Declaration. No, uh, <laughs> wait. Uh, that's great though. That, I mean, that's so typical of these idiots who don't know what they're talking about with the and, and the Democrats don't. They don't. They don't. They don't know about the Constitution. They don't give a rat's ass about it. They don't care. They don't care. She doesn't know what's in the Constitution. The only reason she knows about the Second Amendment is because she fights against it so hard. <laughs> right. Uh, do you there actually used to be a time where one of the two parties did care about the Constitution? I mean, it's, it's, it's an ancient history now, obviously. Hmm. But uh, there was a time where there, there was a party called the Republican Party, and they were the ones saying, wow. hey, the Constitution's still important. Really? They've obviously given up on that uh, and have obviously. now dissolved. Uh, into something else, a cult of personality for a crazy billionaire who yeah. can't speak in coherent sentences. Um, but, you know, that was back there, in history. Mm-hmm. There was a party that actually supposedly cared about that. Fascinating. Yeah, really interesting we'll piece of We'll learn about that someday. We're going to have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> 888-727-BECK. More patents Stew coming up in a minute. All right, so I'm not an athlete, as you know. As you can see, every single day 
in painful detail. But you might be surprised that I do have something in common with world-class athletes. It's right here. Super Beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Super Beats. Super Beats are a nutrition goldmine. Basically, like, you know, you're supposed to eat beets, right? It's supposed to be good for you. You get these dietary nitrates, helps boost circulation, helps give you more energy. You probably knew that. But then you said, you know what? The only downside of that is I have to eat beets. You don't want to do that because they taste like beets. Super Beats does not taste like beets. Super Beats is the easiest way to get natural dietary nitrates into your system. One shot of Super Beats, one shot, is equal to two liters of beet juice. And the best part is you don't have to have two liters of beet juice. Okay, you don't have to. You don't have to deal with the, the beet taste. This is a black cherry flavor. It's delicious, and you can feel the energy it gives you within 20 minutes. Gives you that extra push. You get get to the gym after work to get through a long day. Uh, if you have a long meeting with Jeffy, you can get through it. Ugh. Call 800-951-8896. Give it a try. 800-951-8896. Or go to stewlovesbeats.com. Stewlovesbeats.com. That's 800-951-8896 or stewlovesbeats.com. Super Beats. Try it now. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Welcome. It is Pat and Stu. Uh, supposedly, according to Truth Revolt, I, I find this hard to believe. Um, I've never seen Barack Obama try to be conciliatory or try to work with the other side ever. No, he's ever. It has never happened. Uh, supposedly, according to the Washington Post, they're reporting that the White House is considering appointing the governor of Nevada to the highest court in the land. No, he's not. No, um, no, he's he's not. a Republican. And so uh, we're skeptical. Uh, Obama supposedly weighing the selection of Brian Sandoval, centrist former judge who has served as governor since 2011. Can you imagine? Of course, you know, he does win there even so because you got a centrist as opposed to a hardcore constitutional originalist. Right. And, and so you do have a win still. But usually the win he would be going for is to put in a radical extremist left-wing douchebag. Yeah, and the, right. And there's a couple of uh, options here. You could say, hey, he actually yeah, is going to try to do this. What he's getting with a guy like Sandoval is a guy who's pro-choice, uh, who's a moderate. Um, who is, is he pro-choice? Yeah, he's a pro-choice oh. Republican. Um, so likely what you'd get, uh, and he's a... Uh, so you know, he's not a centrist. He's actually... A liberal. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, certainly for a Republican Party. He's liberal, very liberal Republican. Um, but he's, a, you know, he's seen as a sort of a centrist guy. Um, <sighs> now, of course, what you'd get out of this is um, if he were to do this, whereas you'd get Republicans having to say no to a Republican, which would hurt them politically. Yeah, they're not, even, they're then, not even considering that. And then they scream and yell. And right. it's a good move, actually, when you think of it this way. Yes, this is why they're Because then everybody course. screams and yells, See, told you that he would, they would, do, they would just not go ahead right. and approve anybody. Which is, which is uh, uh, so yeah. dumb of them to yeah. say, first of all. It's the wrong. Yeah. The argument is, let him, uh, let him appoint anybody. We'll look I at know. anybody. I and know. just... They don't have to. We'll judge everybody on their own merit. Them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. We can stretch that out forever. They don't have to anoint them. Bring them on. Yes. It was just 
Uh-huh. Yeah, and by the way, the Senate doesn't anoint anybody. Nah, that wasn't close enough. <laughs> when you become a religious a Supreme Court judge is, rule, is but an anointed one. No, that they are. They don't anoint <laughs> no, they are. They are anointed. Okay. Uh, it's interesting because they could just do that um, mm-hmm. and just reject whoever it was. Uh, you know, now the the left is trying to make really bad constitutional arguments, essentially saying, well, Donald, if if the president didn't name someone, he would not be within his constitutional duty. And if uh, they don't look at these people, he they the Republicans wouldn't care about the Constitution. Well, the Constitution does not give any t- timelines. Mm-hmm. Does not say you have to do it within two weeks. It just says you have to do it. So in theory, mm-hmm. they could wait for years before they do it. I, I mean. I don't think that's the spirit of it, um, and they're not doing it because they care about the Constitution. Uh, they're doing it because they, uh, you know, are going to. They're trying to get a liberal judge in there. That's why the, you know, they're they're yeah. going for somebody. Now with Sandoval, you get somebody who is going to agree with a lot of your big cases. You're going to go from a Scalia to somebody in the middle, in theory. Um, we don't. He did oppose Obamacare. Um, uh, at least publicly, but mm-hmm. then did allow the Medicare, uh, the Medicaid uh, uh, expansion, which mm-hmm. also John Kasich did. Um, so you have that. The other idea here is they also, and by the way, the other part of that is they might very well wind up with a Democrat governor of Nevada later on because you're mm-hmm. taking a Republican governor away in a purple state. So they might actually wind up picking yeah. up a governor. You consider later. all the possibilities here. It's pretty. It's pretty, it's pretty smart, smart move. The on other part on their part. The other part of this is um, it may very well just not be real. They can say if Sandoval has said no one's contacted me. Um, they could say, hey, we're looking at Sandoval. I don't know. They leak that to the press. They get all these benefits without actually having to name him as their candidate. Mm-hmm. We, we mm-hmm. considered Brian Sandoval. I right. mean, come on. We're, of he's course a we're Republican. He's a Republican. Of course we're, we're taking this seriously. We're trying to do our best here. You didn't nominate Brian Sandoval. Right. But they're going to try to. <laughs> they, make, they want to make Republicans look bad for their absolute uh, no, no matter what thing, which I think actually does look bad. Yeah, uh, in a lot of ways. I think they should just say, you know what? Of course, we'll look at anybody. We'll look at, yeah. you know, send us another Antonin Scalia. This guy's going to get through in 10 seconds. Yeah, we're absolutely no. Mm-hmm. Like right now, they're set up as the position is if they nominate another Antonin Scalia, they're not even going to listen to the uh, to the to the nominee. They're not even going to look at him, not to give him a hearing at all. And while we all know in reality, that's not going to happen. If you at least, it would be nice if they didn't make it so easy mm-hmm. on the Democrats. You know, it'd be nice. Except Instead, they're like, well, other people have uh, said they won't listen to nominees in the past. You know, it's true. I mean, they're in fine ground here politically. This is, it's what uh, Joe Biden did in the early 90s. It's what Chuck Schumer did in the mid-2000s. It is a very standard process uh, uh, to, it's, it's standard procedure. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, well, you know, there's an election coming up. Let's wait till the election comes, and then we'll name someone. I will say that, you know, there's an argument to be made to Republicans that if Donald Trump is going to get nominated, if Donald Trump is the nominee and is is the going to be the heavy underdog, maybe you do pull the trigger on Brian Sandoval if they nominate yeah. Because you're, you're going to get much worse if, uh, if, Might get his sister. if Hillary Clinton or, or Donald Trump's sister. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to switch my tune on that if they actually do. They're not going to do it. But if they put Sandoval up there, and he was waiting for a hearing, and Donald Trump looked like he was going to be the nominee, or was the nominee, and he was, you know, no matter what, I think I would go with Sandoval. The other thing they get with a moderate is what happens to every moderate who's nominated and approved for the U.S. Supreme Court? Becomes much more liberal. Every single one. Mm-hmm. 
I, mean, I can't think of a, an, an exception to that rule. They all move to the left, no matter what. Even if the all. conservatives generally do. Yep. Um, like, for example, an Anthony Kennedy went from conservative to moderate. Um, a Sandra moderate, Day O'Connor. Sandra Day O'Connor went from cons- conservative to moderate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Justice Souter went from liberal to liberal. Yeah. To even more liberal. Right. Um, even There's even some evidence that Antonin Scalia went from extremely conservative to just very conservative. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, the only one you can really say has has never gone that way is Clarence Thomas. This is why they can't stand this guy. Oh, I mean, think about so this. Much. Here's a guy who's a- the f- African-American, the only hate African-American so judge up there. And it's okay to hate him, and, too. And he's so freaking conservative. And they tried to make him look so bad, and he won anyway. Yep. Uh, that that nothing. There's nothing in the world liberals want more than Clarence Thomas to leave that gig. They can't wait for that to happen. Yeah. No, honestly, no matter yeah. how it happens, they don't care how. They don't. They do not care at all. They want him off. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents to come up. Seven two seven back, Pat and Stu. Uh, according to the Guardian, Jamie Fox, um, who has some interesting things to say from time to time, uh, some good things, some bad things. Uh, this happens to be pretty good, I think. He had a message for black stars, uh, including Will Smith. Will Smith, of course, boycotting the Oscars this weekend because he wasn't nominated. Uh, he suggested maybe they should act better. Think about it. In order to uh, win Oscar nominations and, and Oscar <laughs> awards. Now, this is from a guy who has won an Academy Award. One or two? Has he won uh, just one? I think just one. Yeah. For Ray? Is it, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, Which was a great performance. Appearing at the American Black Film Festival Awards, the Oscar winner joked that he and Denzel Washington were unimpressed with complaints over... Uh, the failure to nominate a single actor of color for the second year. He said, uh, quote, all these Oscar talks, I don't even trip about that. I mean, what's the big deal? I was sitting at home with my Oscar. Like, what's all the hubbub? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was nominated for another one, too. That's great. With the uh, best supporting role. Yeah. That was with Collateral, which was a great role, too. According to page six, Fox, yeah, Fox added, so. me and Denzel were like, hashtag, what's the big deal? Hashtag act better. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's good. That's really good. That's funny. And kind of a stinging rebuke. Uh, Fox cited the attitude of Sidney Poitier, who became the first black winner of the Best Os- uh, best Actor in 64. Wow, it's been that long. Uh, for his uh, for his role in Lilies of the Field, I was with Sidney Poitier a couple of weeks ago. And in 1963, all he asked for was an opportunity to act. That's all we have to do. Opportunity. If you turn the camera on and say, okay, win an award and action, we'll all have taken 10 steps back. It's all about the art. Who cares about anything else? So, I, I mean, that's, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. He's still, 
you know, pretty liberal. But I mean, that that is I, I think that expresses a lot of what we all feel. At least he has the pride of competition. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's one thing to be, yeah. you know, a leftist. It's another thing to 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 act as if you're the victim of some unfair competition. At least he looks at that and says, you know what, I'm, if I'm going to be win an Oscar, I'm going to be the best actor and, it, and it'll work. Right. Um, and again, there weren't a lot. There wasn't a lot of options. You know, I mean, I, I can't think the, the one that everyone comes up with is Will Smith and concussion, which yeah. I, mean, I have not heard unbelievable reviews of his performance. And that it's more like, ah, he was pretty good. Right. You know, I, there's I haven't, there's not a lot really to point to. Right. And uh, other than that, the only one I ever see mentioned is the uh, the Compton it, thing. The oh yeah, the, yeah, as a movie. Although I don't say I don't hear that as big time performance. It, no. Idris Elba uh, was is a supporting has yeah. a supporting role that I've heard was really good. Mm. Beast of No Nation. I have not oh, seen. Yes. Never heard of it. Um, but I mean, again, I, there wasn't like a lot. A lot of times you come in, you're like, oh god, this is a great performance, and we know this is going to be nominated. Mm-hmm. I, just you know, whatever for this year, I just didn't. I didn't hear that. I mean, Selma yeah. was talked about last year. Plus, right. it didn't wind up happening, but it did get Best Picture nomination. Plus, who knew Sydney Poitier was so alive? Yeah, good point. <laughs> I mean, fair point. That is a fair point, Jeff. Yeah. We'll just do it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I got caught over by Jeffy because he was showing uh-huh. me some new video of uh, Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah. Not from one of his sites, which those are disturbing. His Hillary Clinton, he's got on his sites mm-hmm. so really I mean, bad. Usually yeah. don't come over to look at those. Well, yeah, we don't want to know about those. No. But uh, this is a, a, a black woman who's protesting Hillary Clinton. Oh, why? And she's holding a sign up in front of her feet, feet away. It's like... Closer than me to Jeffy, who's, you know, it's almost like this distance between me and you. It's like a really mm-hmm. close distance and holding up a, uh, a sign in front of her as she's speaking and questioning why Hillary Clinton call, called black children super predators. What? When did she do that? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I, when did I, I she just, do that? See, uh, the only thing that struck me funny about this uh, on my Twitter feed is that um, I saw the story early this morning, you know, before radio, and it was talking about a protester at, you know, a, a Black Lives Matter protester for Hillary. And I was thinking that it was, you know, at a, an event, mm-hmm. you know, a, a mm-hmm. venue. Well, it was, but it was at a house. I mean, she's just like right here. And it, well, that takes guts. Well, plus, I, I mean, if Hillary had ever called black children super predators, I think we'd know about that. Uh, I don't think that's ever happened. It's been swept under the rug. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, by then, the man. Believe me, there have been a lot of things swept under the rug that the Clintons are responsible for. <laughs> I feel like we would have caught uh, that. Though. But I think, uh, yeah, I think we would have caught that. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Forty five percent of Americans pay no federal income tax. Jeffy, how do you feel about that? You enjoy that, right? That you're not Thank paying you. any federal income tax. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. Stu and I are playing, paying, 
been your entire way, frankly, throughout this society. Appreciate it. Yeah, I know. Except you don't. But uh, <laughs> roughly 77.5 million people will pay zero federal individual income tax, uh, according to the data for the 2015 tax year. Top 1% of taxpayers pay a higher effective income tax rate than any other group, about 23%, um, nearly seven times higher than those in the bottom 50%. On average, those in the bottom 40% of the income tax spectrum end up getting money from the federal government, while the richest 20% of Americans by far pay the most in income tax, forking over nearly 87% of all of the income tax collected by Uncle Sam. Okay, get that number again, because we're continually hammered with income inequality. How the rich don't pay their fair share. You're not paying enough. You don't do anything. You're getting a free ride. The richest 20% pay 87% of the load. (laughs) 87% is paid by 20% of Americans. That's not the fair share? What What is? What is? I mean, 100%? I guess so. I mean, I we're damn close to that mm-hmm. right now. Really close to that right now. That's wow. Amazing. Top 20% pay 87% of income taxes. Uh, what is the fair share? What is the fair share? A zillion percent? I mean, should they pay more than the, the amount that they make? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. They should continue to work and then... They've already taken all their money, but now they're working for somebody else, and that money is going to someone else. What if I were to tell you, Pat, that mm-hmm. the that rich people um, have uh, big stashes of money that they could be using to mm. give to other people or to even spend on something, um, but instead they just keep it all locked up so only they can have it? Uh, it's called banks. Yeah, I was okay? going to say. There's and a word for that. It's Bastards? Is that what the word you're going you're to use? No, I was going to use the um, word. B- another big of a bank. Is it, wouldn't it be f- more fair, for example, uh-huh. if all of us, you can earn as much as you want, right? but you can't have money just sitting around doing nothing. You need to use it. Okay. Uh, you know, so whenever you get money, you, have to, you, can't, you can't save it. You just need to spend it immediately. And then the money will flow back through the system, and, and good people like Occupy Wall Street rapists and tents mm-hmm. will be able to acquire that money through the government. I mean, can't we get there, at least? I'm not saying you have to change people's incomes. I'm just mm-hmm. saying you can't keep any of their money, you know? Uh, can't we at least get there? Can't we work together to get there? You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I'm just not agreeing with it necessarily so you want yeah, but you want money sitting mm-hmm. in a vault doing nothing when it could be well, saving some if, they, if they want it to do nothing then yes yes you believe this guy do you believe not this guy? helping people <laughs> people starving on the streets and that money right. is just sitting there people yeah. people dying in the yeah. streets because no health care mm-hmm. you know and what are you doing well in squalor Let's not forget in squalor, squalor. as uh, Trump said the other day, he's not going to let people uh, not have health care die in squalor. So (laughs) if they don't have health care, they're also automatically living in squalor as well. Yeah, to him. (laughs) Well, everybody's living in squalor to Donald Trump, right? Yeah, right. If you don't have a gold lame couch, you're living in squalor compared to Donald Trump. They're Uh, saying, too, one of the things that Trump did when he rose, this is a little bit off topic, but... 
um, people assumed that rich people were, you know, wanted things that were like more subtle and more, uh, not so, you know, not like sort of grotesquely, uh, you know, everything brass and gold. And they, that style was not what rich people actually wanted. They wanted something sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And Trump was one of the first rich people who said, no, they don't want that. What they want are big, shiny things that say their name in really big letters. Right. And because of that, his brand was helped early on because, you know, there were some rich people who actually did want that. They did mm. want to live in the gold buildings with the big letters on the, uh, on, the, on the front door. They wanted to live in the best address and have all the best things. And yeah. it, was, it was sort of that lifestyles of the rich and famous era when mm. that also kind of came up. People do want the, to brag. They don't want to be some guy who you could be sitting next to in a restaurant in a suit and not know that he's worth a thousand times more than you. They want someone who does, you absolutely know is a thousand times more yeah. valuable. Than you, you know it because they're eating in that building and you can't get in there. And you can't get in there, right. Uh, and that was one of his big... Uh, I mean, it is... But he's not an elitist. No. 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 Okay. no. I, 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 as no. I was saying that, I thought maybe it was coming out of my mouth that way. That no. You might think that Donald no. Trump was an elitist. No, 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 But no, he's no. definitely not. No, he's definitely just, not. He's better than... No, no. He's, he's one of the common men, and that's why... You know, all these common people love him so much. Well, he loves the just, uneducated. Yeah, he loves the uneducated. He loves the stupid people who are voting for him. That's why he got the young. The stupid uh, people. Uh, we won with young. <laughs> uh, we won with old. We won with young. Not we won with young people. We won with the young. Right. right. We won with young. <laughs> I mean, First is of all, just one not, guy that's his last name? It's not like Bill stated, Young? But it was also not untrue. <laughs> it's uh, also not true. <laughs> it's, it's a both. He did you not. Get, you get the pleasure of both of those things. Yes, uh, Rubio actually won with Young yeah. in, uh, in New Hampshire, <laughs> uh, Nevada. Nevada. Mm-hmm. And, and Cruz won with Young in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we won with Young. Ooh. I, uh, I had to. I had no choice but to watch, uh, rewatch Idiocracy last night. So I was just trying to see where our future looks like. Um, and uh, it's pretty much nailed it. Uh, Donald Trump guaranteed, by the, if he gets two terms, by the end of it, we will be watering plants, plants with Bar- Brondo, the thirst mutilator. That's definitely happening. Definitely. I guarantee it. I don't know what that is. but well, It's a reference from the movie that you haven't seen, but I okay. thought you know, for the people who have seen it, they would understand it. It's one of the, it's the, the concept of the movie. There's nine people going, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of a whole classic at this point. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but the concept of the movie uh, is uh-huh. uh, that uh, really people like Donald Trump tend to breed more than people who are, you know, smart. So at the end, you know, about 500 years, you have all people who are stupid because they all have like, you know, thousands and thousands of children. And then the people who are smart wind up not having as many. Um, and that's a huh. problem. Well, it's almost like it's has that ever happened before on Earth. I don't know. I don't I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, However, I will say that uh, at the end, they're, they're so stupid that they've forgotten that water is actually what feeds plants. They think it's Brondo, which is like a Gatorade type product. And so they start watering everything with Brondo because it has electrolytes. You mentioned this before. Yeah. What's the movie again? It's called Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Oh, Idiocracy. Yeah. It's, funny. Yeah. it's one of those movies that everyone brings up when people start doing something stupid. Like if you go mm-hmm. on Twitter, it's funny, as I was turning the movie on, Jake Tapper tweeted something about it. Like it's, really? It's just one of those things. It's like <clears throat> it was not a big hit movie, but it was like sort of one of those cult you know, movies mm-hmm. that did not... Uh, Particularly, it's uh, what's his face? Uh, Luke Wilson's in it. Uh, he's the star of the uh, of the film. All right, uh, but it's 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 not 
the greatest movie of all time, but it tells a story that just makes you think, like, God, we are going to get that dumb, aren't we? We're not going to advance in like this, the cool science fiction communities of the future where like everything's like sleek and everything runs perfectly. And No, it's going to go the other way. We're if just if be we idiots. elect Donald Trump, we're already that dumb. Yeah. We're already there. Um, but uh, according to Citibank, there's a, a risk of uh, the risk of global recession is rising. And the fundamentals remain poor, according to analysts at Citigroup. We're currently in a highly precarious environment for global growth and asset markets after two to three years of relative calm. Uh, they said that the global growth was unusually weak in the fourth quarter, just around 2% last year. Citigroup is particularly concerned about U.S. economic growth. Should the U.S. economy falter, it would be difficult to identify any major economy that could be the growth engine for the world in the near term. And that includes China, which we're always told is growing so incredibly fast. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to replace us as the number one economy in the world. And now all of a sudden, you know, China isn't even mentioned anymore in this kind of stuff. Uh, their growth of 9 or 10 percent or 11 or whatever it was yeah. supposedly was just bogus. Now, their numbers are still putting out, well, we're, yeah, yeah, we've gone down and we're only going 7 percent now. Yeah, but no one believes crap. it. I mean, no one believed him when they were at 11 <clears> either. Um, but, uh, you know, certainly I didn't, uh, you know, but you, you can't build freaking ghost cities and then tell me how great your economy is. Right. You don't get to do that. You which do they it, do. Which they do. Um, but it does seem like that's all slowing down. And, you know, then you're in a situation where uh, who holds the world up? If it's us, uh, that's not good. I heard the other day um, that analysts, they did some study of analysts and they said 30, there's a 35 percent chance of a recession this year. Um, you know, we're already kind of on the downswing. If it's 35% this year, it could be higher next year, mm-hmm. unless something dramatic turns it around. And as of right now, we don't have that. I mean, there's not, you know, we don't have um, a way to make the economy grow. We're adding regulation. We're adding taxes. We have the front runner of both parties is saying they're going to raise taxes. I mean, you know, Trump occasionally will say he's going to cut taxes, but when you look at his tax plan, there's a lot of hikes, hikes in there as well. Um, mm. So uh, what do you what do you do? Um, you know, it's scary. You know, oil is so low. Um, you know, Saudi Arabia said uh, today that, well, we can, uh, just like China said something yesterday, uh, Saudi Arabia said today uh, that uh, they can deal with $20 barrel oil. We can live, we can live with $20 barrel oil. So mm. it, they're going to continue to pump as much as they can. And if that's true, a lot of other countries can't. Venezuela can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Iraq can't. Russia. Can't. Russia can't. Uh, nope. A lot of these countries cannot. I mean, we might be able to handle it because what we'll do is just shut down our production. Right. Uh, which is not a good thing for the security of our country, by no. the way. Uh, and also not a good thing for the jobs here in America and for our economy. And once our economy starts going in the crapper, then what happens? It's not positive. No, it is not positive. But it, it is leading to some really good bargains right now in the stock market. Uh, 359 stocks are now trading for under a dollar. So wow. <laughs> it's some really good deals. If you're looking for, uh, you know, some penny stocks, um, uh, this is the highest number in more than 20 years. Uh, less than a buck. It's jumped 38% this year. It's up 420% from five years ago. According to uh, the USA Today analysis uh, from S&P Global Market Intelligence, seeing such a rapid jump in the number of penny stocks shows... Just how pummeled the market has become. Now, this is what we were being told. The market is doing great. I mean, it's at its highest levels ever. Uh, Another sign of the Obama economy just booming. 
and now we've got uh, 359 stocks trading for under a dollar a share. Uh, you told lots me. of bargains, Pat. Lots of bargains. Lots. Even Jeffy could afford a half a share of stock at that price. <laughs> I mean, not a full share. <laughs> not a full. I mean, that's ridiculous. Plus, that's a risk. I don't like to risk. <laughs> you don't seem like a guy who engages in risky like behavior. Risk like I would say you don't want to. You don't want to just throw thirty-five cents out there. No, and just, it that might go used, away. That money could be used right? for other things. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but things that are risky behavior. You, what you do with your money, a lot of people would say, are high-risk activities. No. Triple eight seven two seven. Say what they want. More patents too is inevitable. It is. It uh, just is. I'm going to tell you about up. a great company called Go. Go, of course, is a solar energy company. And you it say, is. wait a minute, this is a conservative show. Why the heck are you talking about solar power? That's what I was just thinking. You were thinking that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I what the hell are you doing? Perfectly. What are you talking about? This is a conservative show. What are you doing talking about solar panels? Well, it could because Go has huh. made improvements to solar power. And so now like you can... what? It's like, like it's only $20,000 to install instead of thirty. <laughs> well, uh, Is that uh, one of the improvements they've made? Sort of. I mean, it's not 30000 It's now 0000 And 0000 and $0 out of pocket <laughs> to, uh, to put these uh, solar panels. 0000 still sounds like a lot. It does. It's, yeah. not, it's not. It's actually $0. <laughs> it's exactly uh, zero. So you, uh, you don't have to pay anything mm. up front. And this is really the innovation, uh, one of the main innovations awesome. of Go. I mean, they have a lot of them. But one of the main ones is... The huge problem of tens of thousands of dollars of outlaid up front for solar power uh, it, that gets you know knocked away because they they're saying we'll come and just give you the solar panels we'll put them on your house but you just buy the power from us you're going to save twenty to thirty percent on what you're currently paying uh, and that's why sixty thousand people uh, have looked at this deal mm -hmm. and they've signed up for it because it's a great deal and it has the best warranty in the industry. Yeah, so think Go, because they're one of the biggest residential solar companies in the country. They have over 60 local offices. So you don't have to worry about customer service or, or maintenance, whether you're going to be able to find anybody to come out if anything goes wrong. They have that. All you have to do is find out if Go is available in your area. And you can do that at GoSolarWithTheBlaze.com. Power your home more affordably with GoSolarWithTheBlaze.com. This is great. Uh, apparently, Iran is picking up where uh, Saddam Hussein and Iraq left off years ago. Now, on Wednesday, they stoked the current round of violence in the West Bank and Jerusalem by promising to pay the family of every Palestinian martyr $7,000 and pay $30,000 for every home of a terrorist demolished by Israel. The uh, announcement was made by Beirut in Beirut by the Iranian ambassador to Lebanon in the presence of several uh, Palestinian factions. Continuing Iran's support for the oppressed Palestinian people. Iran announces the provision of financial, and, uh, financial aid to families of Palestinian martyrs who were killed in the Jerusalem Intifada. I mean, what are they supposed to do, for free? Uh, they're not supposed to do it at all. Why? Uh, so that would be my, my preference. Why? Um, they're... Killing people, it's illegal, it's abhorrent, it's evil. Uh, <laughs> Even other if than they that, had their land stolen? 
They didn't have their land taken from them. Never their land. It was never taken from them. It's not theirs. Did you just try to convince Jeffy to not do something because it was illegal? (laughs) Yeah, I did. Abhorrent. Yeah, I know. That's incredible. Right. That's basically on his business card. (laughs) Jeff Fisher, illegal, abhorrent. (laughs) That's a good business card. (laughs) Actually, is I want someone to make it up now. Um, yeah, it's uh, not a surprise. This is exactly what Saddam Hussein was doing, and it was mm-hmm. one of the things ignored. He's paying 25000 per per yeah. uh, terrorist. Uh, it was one of those things ignored um, as uh, we got further and further along in the Iraq war, and there weren't the weapons of mass destruction. And Yeah, because you had said, people like Donald Trump saying, Oh, Bush lied! Nobody died when Clinton lied, but yeah. everybody died when Bush lied! Right, and you did have Donald Trump saying those things. And did. one of the arguments for the war, of course, being that it followed 9-11, was that this was a hotbed for terrorism. It was a terrorism breeding ground. And... They tried, the left tried diligently and probably successfully to try to convince America that what we were saying at that time was, oh, we're just saying that Saddam Hussein was responsible for 9-11. No. No. Saddam Hussein was definitely not responsible for 9-11. That's not how that worked. But he was responsible for payments to terrorists to encourage terrorists. Yes. That, that, that's not even, there's no disagreement on that one. He was sending checks proudly to families of terrorist bombers to say, hey, wow, you guys are wonderful. Uh, thank God your son blew up, uh, blew themselves up in that Sabaro. Here's 25,000. Yeah. Yeah. And there was also that, uh, remember that fuselage of the plane that, that, that was at that Iraqi camp and they were training terrorists there? I, I can't remember the name of the little town or the name of the little encampment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was also in Iraq, and uh, that was a big deal for a while, and everybody, including me, has forgotten about it because I can't remember the name of it right now. But he was involved in terrorism. He was involved in terrorist activities. Was he responsible for 9-11? No, of course not. Nobody says he is, but, but he was, but he was involved in terrorist activity. He trained them. He supported them. He funded them. I mean... You know, you can't send $25,000 to the families of terrorists who blew themselves up in Israel and say that Saddam Hussein wasn't, uh, at least in part, responsible for terror. Mm-hmm. He, was. he was. He was. I mean, he, he absolutely was. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, that was a reason enough, especially in that era. Uh, when you're, you're dealing with terrorism across Couple the globe, you're fighting a war on terrorism, you're sending checks, you're involved in, in, in attacks, whether it's the one that was against us or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certainly an understandable, mo- at least partial motivation to go in there. I mean, he was also violating UN regulations. He was also shooting uh, at our planes. Shooting at our planes. He was also uh, committing um, humanitarian uh, atrocities. He tried to kill a former country. U.S. president. He tried to kill uh, a former U.S. You know, there president. There were some grievances. Yeah, there were a couple. Uh, there were I some... noticed it. But you know what? Yeah. Uh, Bush lied. You're right. So there you go. Right. Um, uh, new uh, documents reveal now that the Air Force Academy used money from its uh, chapel fund to pay for a pair of cadets to attend a Wiccan festival. This is a new development. Mm. Who knew? Judicial Watch obtained several documents showing the Service Academy approved uh, payments hmm. uh, from a collection of voluntary donations from cadets known as a chapel fund to pay fees for an earth worship festival. Okay. Academy's uh, chapel funds spent hundreds of dollars to send four cadets to the annual Denver's Witches Ball, the city's premier pagan uh, Halloween masquerade ball. Would you agree with that analysis, Jeffy, that it's, it's the premier <laughs> pagan 
Well, it's one of the top ones. I can, understand, I can understand why they wanted to go. Okay. You know. Okay, good. Be fair. Um, this is funny. There's another uh, story similar, uh, a little kind of similar to this today. John Kerry, did you hear this? John Kerry uh, took this big lead as Secretary of State to build a booth at a World's Fair for $60 million. $60 million. Mm-hmm. And in the 90s, they passed a law that said you can't spend money from the State Department on the World's Fair, your little displays. Raise it privately. Sensible law, right? Yeah. So they have to do that. Of course, Kerry decides to spend $60 million on it, and they could only raise like 40 So they own. Now, the World's Fair thing or whatever it was, the World Expo, is now over. It's over. It's closed. But they still owe um, $26 million to people in, uh, where was it? It was know, somewhere in Europe, I think, um, where they had this, uh, in Milan, that's where it was. Um, and they, uh, they owe $26 million to contractors there. They, they can't do it. Now, Hillary, because she has so many freaking crazy ties to money, was able to, to pay the, the ridiculous cost when she was in there. But Kerry tried to do the same thing, couldn't raise the money. Um, and now these people in, you know, in Milan are like, wait a minute, you guys owe us $26 million. What the hell? And we're just like, uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll meet with you to discuss it. Wow. Really embarrassing because the whole point, their whole point was, well, we should do this because it, it's a great way of outreach to other. Yeah, great way of outreach, screwing their people out of $26 million. Well, they're, they're actually, they're holding a, uh, <laughs> they're holding a conference call today. To try to uh, appease the creditors. The conference call will be, um, we can't pay you right now. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. By the way, uh, as we're speaking, a new um, poll has come out in Texas. Uh, so we have six now within the last two days. It's crazy the way. Texas, there's a million polls. We yeah. can't get polls from anywhere else. Right. Uh, 38 for uh, Ted Cruz. 38. Yeah. 38. Donald Trump, 26. Marco Rubio, 13. Um, that's not even close. Okay, so, you know, they keep saying, well, if he wins by single digits, it's gonna, that's gonna be like, that'll be like a loss. Yeah. And he's up by 12, he's up by 15, he's up by a bunch. And, and I just saw, uh, kind of related to this, the Dallas Morning News in an editorial just endorsed, uh, John Kasich. Of course. Dallas Morning News. Thank you. Dallas why do they? Morning why News. do they bother? I don't know. Republicans. It's so stupid. I, it's also I stupid to, re, to to endorse any. Like if you're going to endorse me anyone, which I think is stupid in the first place. But you know, when it comes from a newspaper, you're supposed yeah. to be a journalistic source. Like right. Right. But, you know, an opinion guy, I'm fine with it. You know, if, if Sean Hannity wants to come out and endorse somebody, I mean, that's fine. Glenn Beck wants to endorse somebody, that's fine. But did you, for, for mm-hmm. a newspaper that's supposed to be bringing you straight news and journalism, it, to me, it's always been ridiculous. But if you're going to endorse someone, endorse someone. Don't endorse someone on the Republican side and the Democratic side. Yeah. Like, endorse one person who you right. think is the best. Right. Uh, instead, they're like, well, well let's see. We're going to pick... Uh, Hillary Clinton, who's a liberal, and we're going to pick who's the mm-hmm. most liberal Republican. Okay, John Casey. And that's what they do. And that's what they do all the time. And then, and then they say, when you say, well, you've got a liberal bias, say, well, no, we endorsed John Kasich for president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you didn't. You endorsed John Kasich for the Republican nomination. Right. So the that's most liberal option. That's why John, the, yeah. John Huntsman Jr. got a lot of uh, endorsements from newspapers when <laughs> yes. he was running, too. Yes. Um, so that's kind of a, kind of ridiculous, but uh, interesting. And it's funny. I, you gives know, me a rash. We have not talked at all about uh, the Democratic side here in Texas, but this is t- people who are like, oh, what's going to happen with Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton? What's going to happen is it's over. 
Okay, Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. has won the nomination, d- d- you know, barring a health problem, mm-hmm. God forbid, or you know her having some scandal where she gets fired and put in prison. It's not even worth talking about Bernie it, Sanders. It isn't. It's over. It's not even worth. It's over. In Texas, it is over. Uh, she leads uh, Bernie Sanders sixty-six to twenty-five. I mean, it's th- over. And these are the kind of beatings he's going to endure yeah. probably from now on. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be some states on. they'll do well in. I would not be surprised to see him I, be I competitive, wonder, win a couple states. But I mean, it's over. I wonder if he wins any more states maybe maybe I, well he's gonna win surprised. vermont yeah okay vermont he'll definitely win vermont <laughs> yes he will um, win vermont you know so he probably wouldn't make good luck with those three delegates yeah or exactly is, but he's you know? he has no chance to win the nomination None. with the exception of something really drastic like you know she well, she takes a vacation even to then the central african you know Republican al gore gets in or john Kerry gets in or yeah richard gebhardt jumps in somebody's going to beat him i mean you got to believe I, I, and we haven't nomination. talked much about this but you got to believe hillary clinton is picking dick gebhardt for the vp right she has to she has to there's nobody else i mean that's it why she's keeping it a secret him, right that's why she's keeping it a secret or you know another interesting choice would be al gore all right. Uh, he's, more, not, he's not going to play second. Not, for yeah, that's probably true. No, he no, not again, right? Bill, but no way to yeah, Hillary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More patents too coming up. So. No way he plays second. That's probably true. Who would you pick as your VP? Yeah, Jeff, if you're going to be president. You don't know. You don't know this. Who? she? Yeah, you don't. Really? Oh, that's so you have a great news? I don't know. You don't know her. Is it anybody yes. you've seen with their clothes on? She goes by one more. Many have said, it's been said over and over and over, best show ever done on television and radio. I mean, we've best said it over and over and over. No, a lot of people have said it. Well, you said it, I've said it. A lot Jeff, of Jeffy people have said, said over and over, greatest show ever done. But well, I, I mean, mean, I have said that Pat has said it. Right, but far be it from us, it's you know, to, to, to wallow in self-aggrandizement that's not for us to that's do. not what we do you know what here. i mean that's, that's not, not what, what we, we do, do here we're way too good for that that is not what we do we're you're right i mean we're just so awesome that we wouldn't do something like that exactly that's how great we are exactly right thank you uh what is imposter syndrome and what can you do about it <laughs> I don't know. What, what can we do about it no i'm asking you what is imposter <laughs> syndrome and what can you do about it, specifically? Uh, well, I guess it's a, a syndrome. Uh, first identified <laughs> 40 years ago. Um, most common uh, symptoms are negative self-talk, Jeffy. Yeah. Uh, I need to constantly check and recheck work, definitely not Jeffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, Jeffy doesn't really talk negatively about himself. We talk negatively about him. Is that the same? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. Shying away from attention in the workplace. Well, no, he mm. wants his attention. That's why he walks around with barely any clothes on half the time around this place. Right. Forms of overcompensation like staying late at work, definitely not Jeffy. <laughs> definitely no. not Jeffy. No. Or setting appropriate boundaries around workload, definitely, definitely not, not, Jeffy. Not, not Jeffy. This is one thing you're cured of. You, you do not have this. Oh, he beat the hell out of this just like he did with anorexia. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Sometimes they're, they're tough to get through, but you finally you do. Perform you perform genocide on stick anorexia. Stick to it, you break through it. Anorexia, I mean, it was... 
murdered to death <laughs> and I, and I, by you. And, and really, I don't appreciate the laughing because it's a horrible disease. I know. Okay. Those so struggling. came in so beautifully. Uh, thank you. That, uh, we're all impressed. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Those struggling with imposter syndrome also tend to attribute success to luck rather than merit and hard work. Again, what? this is not Jeffy. And also generally tend to minimize success. You know what this is all called? This is it's, called it's called Europe. Yeah. yeah that's exactly. <laughs> Stupid syndrome um, that doesn't exist. No, it does not. It's a made-up piece of garbage is what that is. Um, let's talk about the Oscars. Uh, Oscars coming up this weekend? Yep. Sunday night, right? Sunday Are you going to watch? You think you'll watch? Um, I probably will watch a little bit of it. I, I'm more interested in the might, but Oscars than the Grammys. On. Yeah. Um, like the Oscar, yeah. Out of all of these stupid award shows, you got Oscars, you've got the Grammys, you got the EGOT. CMAs. Uh, CMA, uh, CMAs, I'll watch it because that's the one I think Carrie Underwood hosts. Yeah. So I do yes, watch that does. one from she, time to time. And she, 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 she performed at the Grammys, too. Uh, she did she perform does. at the Grammys yeah. this year. Yeah, so before. she performs on those shows, but but you know, there's the and she horrible looks great. song she's saying. I just horrible song. Oh my god. I just looked at a list of the most. Successful was it the most successful American idols of all time? She's got to be number one on that list. Who do you think topped that list? Her. You think she did? Yeah. I mean, the other most Kelly successful Clarkson, most successful American idol. Uh huh. You're going to be surprised. Did they have to win? Because I think didn't what? Uh, no, they did not have to. Yeah, win. Yeah, because what's his face? Did I not have was, to win. Uh, um, what's his name? The the rocker. I don't Chris, think one. Chris Daughtry. Daughtry. Yeah. Um, in other Jennifer win. Hudson finished fourth. Right. Fourth. Look how successful he's been. Yeah. He's, like, he should have won that. Right? He's third, I think, on the all-time okay, list. Okay, he should have won that. Nah, that Carrie Underwood's number one. Yeah. Uh, she made no $20 million last year alone. Yeah. $20 million. That's not bad. Yeah, it's really good. That's Kelly Clarkson good was you second. Can, you, could, you can live pretty well on $20 mil. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson was second? Second. And then third yeah. was Daughtry? Uh, Daughtry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would expect that, it's right? It's actually, They're, yeah. Just, you said you're going to be surprised. I'm, that's actually no, how no, that's I was not, yeah. trying to make it suspenseful. <laughs> no, it, it, it worked. The suspenseful part worked. I was like, wow, who the hell is it? Did Justin Guarini? It was actually both. Bo Bice, really? yeah. uh, Bo most Bice. successful of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Hudson yeah. had to be on that. I mean, she's been really Jennifer successful, been, she but was. It was like, really acting more yeah. than Yeah, and I think she was fifth or something. Okay. But uh, they combined to make, I think, the most successful 10 or 15, whatever it was, combined to do like $60 million a year. That's pretty good. Mm. You know, they've, they've done well for themselves. That, that show really helped. <laughs> that, that show actually uh, did pretty well for itself as well. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though... It was the earlier stars yes. rather than the later. Yes. It kind of lost its luster over it the did, years. But it still had, there was still a little something there every now and then. Yeah, but know. the last really big star probably from that show, I think, was Daughtry. Yes. Don't you, and what oh, was my that? gosh. Yeah, the stars from the show. I yeah. thought you were talking about the, the, uh, the stars of the show. No, you know, the, the stars the from the show yeah. that went on, that, that placed really well. Or, oh, and, yeah. And a lot of the last winners, I've never even... You know, you don't hear of them no. at all. But Daughtry was probably the last one, and that was 2010 or 11. Ago, that was a while. Yeah, that was not. Yeah, and and he really like that was kind of a weird one. I don't like who won in that year. I don't I know. Actually, I, I actually forget. I could not I just tell remember you. he. Everybody. I remember thinking, what? Who should have won? Was it the Taylor guy? Was Maybe. he the one that won that year? Taylor something or other something Taylor. I forget. He was. He had a really weird musical style. It was almost. Like jazzy, new age, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of have a thought of, uh, you, like, you go, American Idol ends this year. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, oh, I have, I have your list here, I think. Um, uh, it ends this year, final season. I feel like you wait six oh, to eight, ten years, 
and you're probably like you could almost see it being revived in a way that was a little bit closer to what it was originally, mm-hmm. which is you know the judges you didn't know who the hell they were they were like music executives right you know what i mean like and you had it wasn't a big splashy thing where like it was freaking like jennifer lopez was one of the judges it was just like you know you you lower that budget from what it is you cut it by 80 percent put it back on the air it's probably still a hit show yeah they had just increased the budget by so much to try to keep that top line ratings and and when simon cowell left they had to find a different way to get judges who people cared about, you know, because the right. judges really kind of became the real stars of the show and the way they interacted with the talent and all of that. That was a big deal. So right after Kyle left, though, they had a really good thing going with Steven Tyler, I thought, from Aerosmith. And yeah. I think it was Lopez at the time. Okay. And and Jackson, you never yeah. got though. You know what they never really entered in after Cowell left was someone who was kind of a wise ass. Like you even right. watch, you watch freaking what is it? The Voice is the other one. Yeah, Howard Stern at least was on that show. And I don't know if he's still. No, that is. wasn't the Voice. How Stern was on uh, America's, America's Got, Got, Talent. Got Talent. Talent. Yeah. Yeah. America's Got Talent. You got freaking Howard Stern, who's known for his entire career of being like asking him, saying impossibly awkward things and not he was, caring. And he's just that. like, no. oh well, that was a very good performance. Yeah, which you know, was weird. Like, you know, I mean, it's just like weird how he handled him on that. that. Show too. Okay, they so loved him on that. That show was too. weird. He's still on it, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, but I think this is last year. Oh. Really? This might be his last year. He signed a one. The, he re-upped for one more year. Oh, okay. All right. So here, I'm not sure if it was this. Anyway, this is uh, Us Weekly's top ten of all time. Okay. Um, number ten, Fantasia Barino. Yeah. Remember her? Yeah. Number nine, Kelly Pickler, who okay. actually had some success yeah. in the country realm. Yep. Uh, Philip Phillips. Yeah, uh, I've never heard of that guy. So Philip Phillips. He's on the other Most list recent too. success story to come out of Idol is Seasons 11 winner Philip Phillips. Hmm. Um, he played his song Home was played at the London Olympics. Uh, the song is more than five sold more than five million copies in the U.S. And you can wow. You can, well, you can hear him on any cruise wow. across the world right now. Go no, ahead. We could. Next, uh, number seven, Adam Lambert, who I right. barely kind of remember. Adam actually, Lambert's talented. Yes, yeah. he's, he's good. Um, number six, they actually have Chris Daughtry on this particular list. Oh wow! Uh, number six. five, Jordan Sparks. Remember her? She sang yeah. at the she sang the Super Bowl. I think she sang the Super Bowl. Uh, I think she did. Uh, yeah, she did. Um, then number four, I, this is one I had forgotten about. Uh, Catherine McPhee. Yeah. yeah, that was the year of Daughtry. I was just looking that out. Okay, she was, Daughtry was fourth that year. She was second, right? She didn't even McPhee win. McPhee faced off with winner Taylor Hicks. Taylor Hicks. Taylor That's who I was Hicks. That See? was a that crazy was that one. year. Yeah. yeah, that was All a right. crazy one. Um, <clears throat> number three, Jennifer Hudson, um, who finished seventh. Seventh. Wow. wow. That's amazing. So that she, tells you the top two are Clarkson and uh, yeah, two Clarkson, your girl. One, my girl. Yeah. My, yep. Well, I mean, I don't, again, she, that's what she okay. thinks. Right. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Carrie. You know. Sure. Sorry. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about the Oscars and the gift bag. Right. So everyone who is nominated for an Oscar apparently gets this this, uh, this is gift amazing. bag. Every the total, and it's not a bag. It's a lot bigger than a bag. $232,000 worth of crap. Yeah. $232,000. You got to pay taxes on that. So, it's interesting if you're like a I don't know if you're I don't know if it's everybody who gets it. Um every nominee cuz if you're like I I got nominated for best <clears throat> what are short there, documentary, 100? It's got to be nominees? more than that. I mean, but maybe let's, more? Let's say it's 100, right? Yeah. But if you're the guy who who got nominated for best short documentary. Yeah, it pushes you into a different tax bracket. Yeah, you yeah. no you're not making any money off of the off of your movie probably. No right. one's buying it. So you've prob- then you got to pay a hundred and a hundred thousand dollars in taxes. No, thank you. So you're gonna yeah, have no. to sell everything in the bag, or you just don't accept it, right? 
Well, why would you? I mean, if you could sell everything in the bag and make the money back, I don't know. Maybe yeah. you couldn't, though. I mean, some well, stuff- let's see how hard they would. Some of these items would be pretty tough to sell, I would think. The, <laughs> the Haze Dual Vaporizer, which is only 250 bucks. Right, but you could sell it. Uh, personalized M&Ms would be difficult to sell. That's like, cool. hey, I got the best short documentary, and it's personalized to you. <laughs> mm, You'd want to keep that, though. Keep well, yeah, I mean, if you, uh, this has got to be for main nominees, right? The short documentary, be, you, you had personalized M&M's, you got to well, keep Well, yeah, like, let's say you do, though. And let's just say, again, then you're paying, um, what, $130 for personalized M&M's in taxes. Right? Stupid. I mean, it just seems no. silly. You'd almost want to just want to be like, screw you, no. A 10,000 meal donation made in the nominee's name to an animal shelter or rescue of their choice. Oh, see, so there's a rescue. There's a $6,300 value. You. Okay. So. A lifetime supply of Puer Tea Nourishing Cream. I love that. Is that the right way to pronounce that? Puer? Lifetime know. supply. What um, would that cost me? $31,200. I mean, it's a lifetime supply. I mean, that, what a stupid thing to get. Uh, a year's what? worth of Audi car rentals from Silver Car. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, $45,000. Uh, $45, uh, 10-day all-expense-paid trip to Israel. What a surprise. The Jews who own the freaking media yep, are giving away right. trips to Israel. Do you Bingo. believe it? Sorry, I'm just being... Uh, this is Donald Trump show for just a moment. Yeah. <laughs> it was the... Uh, Hi, I'm... Uh, what's his name? Bill Johnson, and I'm a farmer and white nationalist. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these Jews getting trips over to Israel on the Oscars. Back in just a moment. $55,000 for that. Wow, can't buy- that's a good trip. Yeah, uh, tribute video services for 125 bucks. The uh, ultimate pour gift car- uh, gift set, uh, 134 dollars. Clean those pores, Jeffy. Um, I'm a huge fan of all this uh, skin healing product. skin serum and hair <laughs> follicle stimulant for 193 bucks. A private 15 day walking tour of Japan. Which oh. is, so you got to pay 54 thousand dollars to walk for 15 Doesn't that days. Sound no, good? thank you. No, Ew. it does not. No, it doesn't. Ten <laughs> personal training sessions with Alexis Seletsky for 900 bucks. That's only 90 bucks. Uh, that's not a very expensive. No, it is not. Alexis needs to. And up also, those. if it's ten and there's a hundred people, she's a thousand sessions. <laughs> right. Away? Like it's right. Um, Baldini gift certificate for 300 bucks. It's nice. Uh, chapstick. Woo! Six bucks. Those are important to keep your lips. Yeah, aren't they? It's more oh, skin products. Yeah. Chocolatine's drunken fig cake bites. That sounds awesome. That sounds pretty good. I, I figs, bet that's man. really good. That's probably figs and dates, man. Solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that does. It's almost like candy. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. the date is the candy of nature. Is it not? Uh, yes. Is that their slogan? Yes. Yes, it, should it be. is. If it, if it is. Then there's the Dandy Patch Antiperspirant Solution. So I guess it's a patch that you put under your arm. So you don't have to worry about de- deodorant. And Jeffy, that would be good for... <laughs> That's uh, $21. Good for, for, you. for for you. You uh, could buy this, you, you seem to forget that. If you save for like a year, you could buy this. It's $21. <laughs> I'll buy him that one. <laughs> if you'll put it on, I will buy it. Whatever. You will? Oh, absolutely, I will. All right. Uh, delivery... Or delivery, I guess it probably is. Uh, gift basket, two thousand bucks for that. Yeah. See, I, this is the thing: is like they say the headline Jeez. number is two hundred thirty-two thousand dollars for this gift basket. Well, you got uh, a, a 50, fifty-four thousand from the Israel thing, right? Right. Uh, fifty-four, fifty-five thousand for Israel, fifty-four thousand for Japan, and forty-five thousand for Audi for the car cars. rentals, yeah. and then a lifetime of tea, uh, nourishing cream. You're at just for those two, you're at two hundred grand. 
So the rest of it is oh, actually wow. pretty pretty reasonable. Or right. for those four things, it's two hundred grand. Well, then if you're if you're to look over some of the other really expensive things, then you got the three days at the Golden Door Resort and Spa. That's forty eight hundred. Nice. You got the three night stay at the Grand Excelsior in uh, Italy, but probably not the transportation to get there, right? That's five thousand. Then a three night stay. In uh, some other Italian resort for five thousand bucks. And, and Jeffy, there's another thing here that uh, one of the more expensive things that you might wow. like is a vampire breast lift. Oh, nice! You know, get those breasts lift. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's probably something. Along with the deodorant breast lift. Are you willing to pay for it? Because I'm willing uh, to get it. Not the breast lift. No, I don't. No. I don't care where your breasts go. <laughs> I do care well, about I mean, if I come your deodorant. I don't think I'll be able to wear the patches without the lifts. All right. Well, we're all out of time now. I don't want to talk about your stench anymore. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents here coming up. Ah <laughs> oh, man. You guys watched Suits last night? Oh man. What oh. Uh, We're just kind of talking about how uh, drastically uh, television watching has changed. Boy, no kidding. Because you don't watch it on network television anymore. At least I don't. I never never watch a show live. Uh, I can't remember the last time I watched a show live with the commercials on it. You know, you watch it on Netflix or Amazon uh, or, you know, wherever. Hulu. Although Hulu, unless you have Hulu Plus, and I thought I did, but... Apparently not, because it comes with commercials, and Jeffy says Hulu Plus doesn't have commercials. Yeah, I've been watching it without right? commercials. The only thing I don't like about Hulu that they need to fix mm-hmm. is the one device. <laughs> and, the, and they only want to watch one device at a time. Uh, oh. So, I, you know, I'm willing, you know, like Netflix, I'm willing to pay for more devices at the same time. Mm-hmm. Be nice. And they also have a problem, a snafu in their, in their, when they tell you about it, they say, we're only allowing you to watch one device at a time. But every so often it skips through our uh, our system, so you might be able to watch two. Oh wow! So sometimes two two devices in the house work. Sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Well, uh, I just realized uh, we've got this uh, trailer I want to see. Oh, it's okay. called The Other Side of the Door. Do you so, have time for it or no? I don't know. Do we have time for it? Uh, Not all of it. Well, Wait, really? Yeah. So. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so? Maybe we'll save it for tomorrow. Yeah, it's a family me. that lives an idyllic. Existence abroad till a tragic accident takes the life of their young son. Oh. The inconsolable mother learns of an accident ritual that will bring him back to say a final goodbye. She travels to an ancient temple where a door serves as a mysterious portal between the two worlds. Do you, do you have more trouble as, as a dad watching the, like, hey, here's a story about children dying and the struggles of parents afterwards. Like, I can't even watch those anymore. Yeah. Like, there was, there's some of these movies that come out, and um, I, I was actually watching a Hiroshima documentary yesterday. Um, oh, I, I no. started. I started one, and I, <laughs> yeah. then I said, "No, I, 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 I got a phone call, and I, I paused <laughs> I it, was, and I didn't get back to I it." Know. I was actually watching Nagasaki. Oh, Nagasaki, <laughs> yeah. Nagasaki yeah. too. Yeah. The Return of Nagasaki. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It was so. this one was about Hiroshima, and <laughs> you know they show obviously like what I was interested in is like you know how the bomb was developed and and yeah. and the people well, who brought it, it and yeah yeah like so at one point they obviously drop the bomb and, and they start talking about the aftermath, which is obviously terrible. We all know it's horrible, but they just 
just focus on this one mom who was there with her daughter who was like caught under rubble as fire approached oh, and they reenact the scene and it felt like it was like an hour of of her saying to her daughter like i can't save you but mommy i'm hot but i can't save you. but mommy this doesn't feel good but i can't get you but mommy why aren't you getting me out of here was, that's what they want right awful, that's man. the whole point that's what they want to make you feel around. horrible all no. over again oh gosh no and that's i was at, 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 like okay i get the point that it was terrible and we obviously understand i don't necessarily want to go through each individual person's interaction Wow. with the weapon um, <laughs> it was really it was really rough to watch I just I, I couldn't do it